We're back with Trista, Ryan, and Nick on BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Ryan's in the middle of a sweat right now. Yeah, and you you're one almost more hitting that over. One more run for you in that O's Astros game. It's 6 2 in the t- oh, it's only top of the fifth. I'll say this good. in top of the fifth, when I only need one more run to hit the over, if I don't get this tonight, not only will I Here not goes, show Trista. up tomorrow night. Here he goes, Trista. Here it is. No, that's it. I just I Here. take the day off. <laughs> because, I mean, uh, there it is. Nope. 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 Yep. Oh, did he rob him? Is that gone, Peach? Or did he rob him? Oh, he robbed him because he he's flexing. That's, that's new center fielder Jorge Mateo. How about it? Acuna Mateo. Acuna Mateo. You know, I always love that in Lion King. Like, Simba's dad dies his uncle kills him you love that part well you're a sick person no, no, no hold on that traumatized me as a kid i tweeted about this because okay. i never understood this right all right i mean i i get it but i my favorite part and yeah my favorite part in disney movie history is when simba's dad dies scar the uncle spoiler alert kills him so no longer i haven't seen it yet what, does he get to be the king that? and he meets uh simba or i'm sorry no uh pumba and timon or whatever i have no idea where this and their is going. advice to him is just hey your dad died you don't, you're, you're not the king anymore? You had to move away from your family? Akuna Matata, which means who gives an F? Great advice from those two goofy sons of Which biscuits. Tristo we know means he will go right back to the well tomorrow and bet more baseball. We've played this game a million times. Now we're going to get it home. We're going to get And the Cubbies tie the game up. We got a two-all game. Cody Bellinger, best hitter in all baseball, hits home run number 17 of the season. Pay him all the money. Give him it all. Yeah, John Gomes with the hit, Cody Bellinger with the hit, uh, Mike Talkman with the hit, and none of my guys. No Nico, <laughs> uh, no Candelario, no Madrigal. And let's well, Madrigal's up right now. You're, hit, probably. He's, oh, okay. he's 0-2 count, and though. Alonzo has a hit, thankfully. Yeah. Oh, Madrigal? Nope. Nope. Chopper to the pitcher. Play at third. Force out. No Sheesh. hit. Damn. Sheesh. All right, we'll get it later, though. Don't worry. He's you got, got time. And we need the Cubs to get five runs. Up. Yeah. Need the over four and a half run yeah. team total. So there yeah. you go. Yeah. Uh, we know what it's. I think pretty much everybody here that's a fan of a team, everybody on this show, has gone through a title drought in one capacity or another with your teams. Some are longer than others. We've all done it. The eight years. The one thing, yes. It was, actually, <laughs> longer than you've been alive, Literally. which is a crazy thing <laughs> yeah. to think about. Yeah. I mean, I remember when the D.C. sports curse was broke by the, uh, broken by the Capitals in 2018. And that's always the conversation, right? It's like, what's going to be the team in your city that's going to end that streak or that's going to win the next championship for you? Seattle's one of those areas where they've... I mean, it's been a while since the Seahawks have won a Super Bowl. We know the Mariners' situation. Right now, if I were to ask you guys whether it was the Mariners at 40-1 to to win a World Series or the Seahawks at 35-1 to to win a Super Bowl. That's for this year. Who's got a better chance at winning a title in their city? And we could look at San Francisco. We can look at L.A. Like, there's a lot of different cities. But if you had to pick one, so let's pretend that we've got ourselves, like, you got, a, you got yourself a bonus bet, and you got to bet one for each one of these cities, the one that you're more comfortable using that bet on for each city. If you start with Seattle, for me... I have to go Mariners at 40 to 1 and it's tough only because the AFC is so tough. I can't see the Seahawks even if they match last season getting through anybody in the AFC all the way in the Super Bowl. The NFC is open. They could certainly surprise people if they look like the team they did at the beginning of last year. But like baseball just in general feels more wide open right now 
to where I I would if I had to pick one, I'm going Mariners forty to one over the Seahawks at thirty five to one. This pains me. It pains me so much because I just don't want to do either. But you're right. Yep. Baseball, you can get hot, and things don't make any sense, right? Baseball, you know, it's it's pitcher versus hitter, right? And that's like and obviously defense. And there's other. I don't mean to reduce it down. But the Seattle Seahawks couldn't stop the run last year. They couldn't stop a nosebleed. Like, they're not stopping anyone. There's no way that the Seahawks can get hot enough, in my opinion, to, to beat any AFC team, whether that's the Bengals or the Bills uh, or the Chiefs or, you know, any even wild, like, just, like, sort of outrageous, like, wild cards to come in uh, in, in the AFC. Yeah, to me, the Mariners, although it's a very long shot and I don't think that they would beat the Astros – but, yeah, I think I would have to do the same just based on the way that baseball works. Yeah, we'll sweep the board. I'll actually take the 40-1 to price with the Mariners as well. I mean, the NFC, though, you can make the case that, like, San Francisco, they play a really easy schedule. The Saints, I'm not there with the Saints. They play a really easy schedule. I do think that they should win the division. I don't think that they're going to win a playoff game with Derek Carr. But with San Francisco, I'm not fully sold on Brock Purdy. I know Shanahan can make anybody look good. But they're one injury away from us seeing either Sam Darnold or Trey Lance. Um, you know, McCaffrey, he's been healthy. Well, he was healthy last year. They also have Mitchell there. Um, they have Debo. They got a bunch of great skill position players, obviously, and a really good defense. Um, but, you know, like with Seattle, everybody's hyping up Seattle. They won nine games last season, but they were also two and four against playoff teams. They played only seven of their 17 mm-hmm. games against teams that were, you know, like top 15 offensively and defensively as far as efficiency. This year, they step up in class, they play a tougher schedule. And with baseball, like you guys said, I mean, you said it best. Anybody could get hot. There's really no team in the American League that's running away with it. You know, we expect Houston because it's Houston. And, um, you know, Baltimore's really fun right now, but maybe they're a year away. And then in the National League, like, the Braves are great, but maybe they take their foot off the gas and it's baseball. So, yeah, I'd probably go with the Mariners. And you're getting a better price, 40-1. to Yeah, I mean, I just look at everything atop of baseball and I go, yeah, the Braves have a double-digit division lead right now, but they could lose... I mean, very quickly in the playoffs. We've seen that happen time and time again. The Dodgers have let us down. But again, neither one of these are ones you're overly confident in. You mentioned San Francisco. This is one where I think there could be a little bit more of a comfort level in either one of these bets. Yeah. The 49ers at 10-1 to to win the Super Bowl, or the Golden State Warriors at 12-1 to to win another NBA title. Now... You guys know my love for the Warriors. It's real love, Trista. True deep love. love. 100% true deep love, unlike you, who trolls my team, my Warriors. But I think the Warriors window is, it's not closed, but it's getting, it's teeny tiny. Like, you can maybe squeeze a hand through it at this point. I would rather go 49ers at 10-1 to to bring the next title to San Francisco because the NFC is wide open, and I, of course we know how good the AFC is. I just said that. But the difference with this, if Brock Purdy, who is the big question mark for the 49ers, if Brock Purdy can look like he did as a starter last year before his arm decided it wasn't going to work anymore, this team is as good as any team in the NFC and pretty damn close to anybody in the AFC where they can at least win one game if they're in that Super Bowl. You got Kyle Shannon, you got that offense, you got Debo Samuel and those weapons with Christian McCaffrey. They've got a lot of different ways they can come at you defensively too, disrupt quarterbacks. So give me the 49ers at 10 to 1 over the Warriors 12 to 1. Yeah, I'm I'm right there, top 5 defense. 
probably not five, not four, not three, not two. It's right right in there, top defense in the league. You know, they've got great pass rush. Uh, Kyle Shanahan, one of the best play callers in the league, if not the best. Uh, you've got just a ton of weapons. You're absolutely loaded all over the board, offensively and defensively. They probably go to the Super Bowl last year if Brock Purdy doesn't get hurt. Um, yeah, and I think they probably put a bite against any AFC AFC team. And hey, guess what? I don't know what's going to happen with, you know, there's fluky things that can happen with injuries all over the board. Patrick Mahomes could do something bad that I don't even want to say out loud because I might put it into speak it into existence. So maybe the Niners play some sort of AFC team that's not as loaded or maybe they play the Bengals and you know they sack Joe Burrow a million times so yeah I like the Niners 10 10 to 1 because you're talking about a team that probably should have been in the Super Bowl last year and the Warriors who I don't think are going to be able to beat Denver unless Denver loses Jokic and Jamal Murray and probably Michael Malone yeah for sure like I look at the Warriors I don't even know if they're a top six seed in the West like the West is only going to get better you know like imagine if the Pelicans could stay healthy and Zion's actually healthy I think we're all pretty high on the Kings like if this question is would I rather bet the Kings or the Niners I would take the price maybe with the Kings but with the Niners I mean we just talked about it the NFC like who are you going to make the case for Philadelphia if they stay healthy but they lost a bunch um the Seahawks I who knows what they're going to be uh the NFC North's no good the NFC, the NFC South's not very good. So I think I would have to take the 10-1 to 1 with the Niners. I just I do think that the championship window is closed for the Warriors. Unless they do something really crazy at yeah. the deadline and get younger. and But, like, what could they really do? You know, and Well, they Clay's are working out some anymore. big names today. Trey Burke is working <laughs> I saw out. The for, Boulevard of Broken Tosco Dreams. Yeah. Anderson is, Tony Snell. Toscano Anderson is going to be working out for them. Uh, Harry Giles. So, I don't know. The Warriors have some, uh, some potential help coming in. Watch yeah. out. Yeah, no. Uh, Niners for me there. For yeah. sure. All right. In Los Angeles, it's the Dodgers at plus 450 to win a World Series or the Lakers 12 to 1 to win an NBA title. Now, I know I said what I said about the war or about the Dodgers. But that doesn't mean that I'm not more confident in them winning a World Series than the Lakers winning an NBA title. I think the Lakers could be a 50-win team if Anthony Davis is relatively healthy and by a relatively healthy uh, 65 games played. Yeah, that, and that that's enough for them to get in there and yeah. win 50 games maybe and you know get to the second round of the playoffs. They're a much better team than where they were this time last year. But the Dodgers are loaded, and the Dodgers are elite. The thing with the Dodgers is that we've only seen them win a World Series with all this money that they've spent during a 62-game season that didn't feel like real baseball in the middle of a pandemic. I'm not taking that away from them because they still got to hang the banner, but it doesn't feel like a team that's actually gone through an entire grind of a true Major League Baseball season. Now it had its own grind. I think we know that. It's like the bubble in the NBA. But I would still take the Dodgers given how talented they are in terms of everybody else in Major League Baseball versus where the Lakers' talent level is right now in the NBA. So give me the Dodgers at plus 450 over the Lakers. Ooh, Trista, what are you doing? I think I'm going to do Lakers 12 Ooh, to 1. Actually. Yeah, there you go. Uh, this is a team that was just in the Western Conference Finals. Yes, they did get swept uh, by the Denver Nuggets, but they were in every game. They could have won any one of those games. They go to the finals. They play the Heat again. I think they win another one. I think that the Heat are just not not a great matchup for a team like the Lakers. I don't know who's coming out of the East. Is it Boston? You know, their their chemistry doesn't look great. You're talking about Philly, and they're a mess. Harden wants to go. Joel Embiid's never healthy. So there's a lot of ambiguity in the East. And 
I just don't really trust the Dodgers. So as much as it pains me to say, because I absolutely hate the Lakers, it's in my blood, it's in my bones, it's actually in the the double <laughs> helix of yeah. my DNA, I think it would be Lakers for me at 12-1. to 1. Yeah, because of price, I'm also going to go Lakers 12-1. to 1. I mean, I've already seen... I've seen it. What happens in the National <laughs> League? It. It's not going to be the Saint Braves. It. It's going to be the Cubs, like PJ told you guys on Send It In months ago, 150 to one. No, but I mean, um, so like you know, in the NBA, like last year was proof because I would always rip on people when they'd be like, "Oh, actually, here's a good value: bet the Cavs or bet the Nuggets to win the championship." And I'd be like, "Nah, you make the case for three teams every year." But then we saw Miami make a run, and in the West, I like the Suns. But, like, the Suns are run DNP. You know, you're asking Bradley Beal, Kevin Durant, and Devin Booker to stay healthy for an entire playoff run. I keep talking about the Pelicans. I don't know that they ever stay healthy for a playoff run. I think the Kings, I really like the Kings. But, I mean, with the Lakers, the reason I like the 12-1 to price, obviously they re-up Anthony Davis if he stays healthy. Obviously we talked about what they already have on the roster. But what I like about the NBA is if there's a disgruntled, pissed-off superstar. Mm -hmm. You know, LeBron always gets what he wants. At least he used to always get what he wants. He doesn't so much anymore. He didn't get Kyrie last year. But who knows? Like, anything could happen in the NBA. Something crazy could happen. I know what the Dodgers are taking into the postseason, so I'd want a better than plus 450 price right now. So give me the Lakers, 12-1. to All right, well, there's a second part to Los Angeles here because you know L.A. has 176 teams that play pro sports. The Clippers at 18-1 to and win an NBA title or the Chargers, Ryan, at 25 to 1 to win a Super Bowl yeah. here. I I listen, the AFC again. We're going to talk about this all year. The AFC's loaded and there's a lot of really damn good teams. But I can't sit here. If we want to talk price, clearly Chargers 25 to 1 is the better deal. But if you're looking at just the teams that are more likely to do it, I think I'd probably still go Chargers at 25 to 1 because with the Clippers, we haven't seen them keep this thing together. It's one thing to talk about Anthony Davis not being healthy. Yeah. But it's even worse with what goes on with the Clippers with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. I don't know if they're going to get James Harden, but we know if they get James Harden, they're going to lose in the playoffs because James Harden can't play in the playoffs except for one 40 point game and then an eight point game after that. So you're not going to get anything consistently out of that. So I would lean towards the Chargers at 25 to 1. But again, you're not like this is kind of like oh, twist my arm. I got to pick one. I'll take Chargers, but I won't be overly happy about it. It's like really quick on this, like the Clippers and the Chargers. Like on paper, these are like two of the sexier teams. That's why I love that PJ did this, and I definitely love the prices. It's like in college when there's like the bad girl, and you like you know where she's been, but then like the other girl, like <laughs> you know she's available. Like she's like your your boy's like ex girl, so like you know you're going with one of them. But but they're both bad decisions because with the Chargers, you have Justin Herbert and his big arm and his beautiful hair. But you also have that doofus for a head coach, Brandon Staley. Mm -hmm. With the Clippers, you have Kawhi and you have Paul George, but you also have their ligaments. So I'm going to answer the Chargers at 25-1, to but, man, that's a tough one for me. I love both of these teams. I'm going to go with the Chargers, though. Someone, uh, Dylan, clipped that. That's very good. That's very good. Uh, I think I'm going to go contrarian here and say, well, what if the Clippers do stay healthy, though? Like, what if yeah. there's a possibility that they that we actually get a full playoff run with Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and some of the depth that they have? Ty Lue, one of the best coaches in the league. Then I think you say, I like the Clippers versus the Nuggets. I think that defense is really good, and they're offensively really potent. So I think if their ligaments are intact, it's 18-1 to 1 for me. Just I like the price. And that's what I'm going to do. 